What's your lies? What's your truth? What's that tattoo on your thigh? What's your, what's your occupation? You get off at nine. How about I scoop you up by ten? Crystal, <laughs> well, yeah, these days you gotta be careful because that, that might be the crystal that we're talking about, or it could be some girl named Crystal. You gotta be careful about that too. I mean, if you like Kenny and Crystal, if that's what you guys agreed to, then you might have won. You might have won. Or if you if you in the South, because this is the money, so he in Georgia. If you talking about crystals, the, the the burger joint, you could be talking about a little bit of that. It's so many different options for crystals. Hey man, that's the that is a product that is a pussy pump that is a pussy pump of production. Man. I don't know what that boy into. Actually, this might this, that crystal might be a person. Hey, man. it might be. Who knows? Who knows? But I mean, wow. hey, I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad I, at that. I think I think I, in, in my mind, actually, I was going to say something else. So fucking, I'm going to lean into. It. I feel like that line is like in my if I had to write a list of things that make me built for fatherhood if my name if my kid called myself Pussy Pumper for years I would call all my kids Pussy Pumper Productions like, yeah, that's, all, that's, what, that's exactly what you niggas are Pussy Pumper Productions right ask your mammy yeah. ask yep. your mammy she right there go in and look at her say something yeah. the kids know yeah yo that's way better than that's how you got here Oh yeah, I would make t-shirts and shit like that. I mean, you got albums, you got songs that are hit songs that's telling you about nasty shit I done did. Look at your mama the same. Listen to the song and then look at your mama the same. Let me see you get loose. That's one, man. I wasn't outside. (laughs) That was my shit at the time. That was my shit. It definitely definitely got the mood going. Now, now, see, two generations. We have lived through two generations. Of setting the mood, different kind of mood, because today is Monday. Welcome to Just a Dope Ass Podcast. Hopefully, you've had a wonderful day starting off so far. You came here to get your week started off right. We set a little vibe for you. Now you get to listen to us talk expeditiously <laughs> for a whole hour. Why? Because you love us. If you're watching live, we appreciate you. Like, share, subscribe, hit that thumbs up at the bottom. Click the little red thing. They say subscribe on it somewhere on the goddamn screen. Do all the things. Yeah, all yeah, the do all the things. Participate. If you're watching live, you can talk in the chat. Let us know where you're from, where you are, where you're listening from. If you're listening on the Good News Radio app, I mean, you can jump in the app on there and chat or whatever the case is. Um, I'm not going to check it just because you don't want to watch live because you want to be a dickhead. But I'm just kidding. I'm definitely gonna, I'm going to I'm going to check it. I'm just messing with y'all. We love all of the people that pop in from whatever mode of entertainment you decide to utilize. But thank you for spending your evening here with me, King Carter, aka Dark Gable, 
and um, the Texas Roadhouse himself. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> My partner, I've tried to find that to play it as an intro before, and I couldn't find it. I was upset. I don't know why I couldn't find uh, it, but I'm gonna find it. Yeah, I gotta. I, I know, like the easy one is to do like the Stally sample. Yeah, um, I mean that's that's as close as you can get. But I want to find the actual like H Town version. Like I want to let me put that in there. And I forgot, like I was, you know, you you just kind of soak up the vibes. I forgot, like Charlie Boy had like forty eight thousand mixtapes. Absolutely. Like, I was just, like, surging through shows. Like, oh, I used to listen to this. Damn, I used to listen to this. I was like, what the fuck do I find YouTube? Dave, I find giving all kinds of music. Of shit. Like, I feel like he's, you know, like most of the niggas down here, low-key, like, just are, like, silent millionaires. Because, like, he has a lot of shit that's up on iTunes and shit. I'm like, damn, I wonder how much of this shit this nigga, like, get a real piece of. Right. Fucking sitting somewhere happy as shit. And don't become, like, a local favorite. Like if you a local favorite, it's gonna run the streams though, because everything is getting paid by streams. So you don't have to be a, a, a sensation across the nation. I can Where be a local. Drive, man? If I can eat in my backyard, what you gotta do? Eat in your backyard. That's all you can. You can eat in other yards, but if you can hold down your backyard, then you won. That's all, and you getting especially if you've negotiated to where you are getting a large piece of the pie. Kind of like what we talked about on, on our last episode with Trip Man, like him saying he gets a good percentage mm-hmm. of all his shit. Like if you able to negotiate them kind of deals and you hitting millions of streams, even if you like, like say Damani, I think Damani shit may average like maybe 300, maybe 300,000, which is fantastic, especially if yeah. you haven't blown yet and you already got that kind of support and you averaging that on projects, you good. You eating. Yeah, especially, I don't know, like especially like when you look at the game, like, you know, I'm sure a debut album is on the way at some point. But that shit is why, like, um, the OT, like, just yeah. I don't really have to drop an album yet. Like, I know these these streams I'm going to eat off forever. Like, this song, like, we look at all the hits he's dropped now, but I'm in love with the Coco. It's probably paying a lot of shit. Still. Absolutely. Like, baking soda is still baking the fuck Absolutely. Yeah. And the day... Funny enough, the debut album can be like Nate Dogg status, where it's just like, I'm putting out the songs that I've already been on, that I featured on. I may give you five brand new ones, and the rest of these are going to be shit you already heard, and it's a compilation album. Yep. So I'm really, I'm double eating off this, because I'm just re-releasing some shit. Or I just took the original song, and I tweaked it by throwing somebody else on there. That's a fucking bar, honestly. Not a music nigga, but I respect the shit. The game is the game. The game is the game. OG, if you use my shit, make sure you send me like a little credit at the bottom of your your least recorded song. I ain't greedy. Like it could be the least streamed song. You can throw me on there, just you know, as a A and R of some sort. I'll take it. But yeah. appreciate the Malcolm shirt. We both decided to come uh, a little little black today. I, I really a like black all the things that um. Like that, I like all the shirts that I have that are like black as fuck. I packed, and the funny thing is, like, um, with most of these shirts that I've like actually that I've worn the past couple of shows are like birthday gifts from my mom. Mm-hmm. My mom is that like that good skill of like if once she figures out what your taste is, you like never have to go back and ask her anything. She'll just, I know I don't like that shit, but I know you'd wear that shit, and it's just like it's been 
I didn't really look through my shit, like going through my birthday and stuff. Like I just kind of had it. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, wear this shit whenever. And I just was like packing fast. And I was like, oh shit, I hadn't, you know, didn't have no shit, just throw my own. And I was like, it's black as fuck. And I've been going to like just everywhere. And it's like, hey, you see what you, yes, yes, it says, it says blackity black at the bottom of this shirt. Absolutely. Actually. Absolutely. Yes, oh shit, I'm, don't rob us. We, um, have intruders. Oh shit. Got light skinned yeah. light skinned people popping up in there like they own the place. Did Chris Brown pop up? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Hi, madam. How are you? I'm good. How are you? You're 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 doing quite splendid. Sorry, I didn't mean to make a Oh shit, it's OVO Mo, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I, I came in not expecting to make any noise whatsoever. You just thought you was just going to creep in real quietly, and I just was not going to acknowledge you at all. I'm going to get on the mic so I can make fun of her real quick. Go ahead. Good. She she can, it. It's it's up. You can hear her if she talked. I just had the volume oh. down. Yeah, Hi. she got it. Hi. Got it. I don't get that link, man. So Moni, Moni saw the post. Moni, Moni saw a post that said, niggas. Fuck him. I'm pulling up. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> wait, I didn't even know what the show was going to be about. My favorite topic. Wow, okay. Hey, I'm here then. You in there. Tell the people who you are. My name is Moni, and I'm one half of Never Not Extra live on Tuesday nights at 8.30 p.m. Yes. <laughs> Never Not Extra. I don't know the words. She is the mystery. know the screams. Uh, screams? What kind of screams? We got what? In the- you talking about Cindy Lauper? Oh no! Damn! You know how many times I've said Cindy Lauper as a joke over the years, and had no idea who the fuck that was. <laughs> crazy! Like I've said a lot of Cindy Lauper jokes just because I know the name. Sheesh! Well, thanks, Cindy. Thanks. Appreciate it. So, lie, right? what brings you to us today? Madam, what what do we owe the pleasure? Because we got some stuff that we can dive into, but I want to know what wow. what piqued your interest to the point to you was like, ah, what y'all doing? Can I come? I needs to be here right now. What y'all got going on? Well, I really did not intend to get on the mic, but oh, uh-huh. I don't know what y'all talking about. I just be bored at the house. So that's really what it is. I need I was friends. Like, I was like, "Oh, I'm getting tacos. Let me slide by the studio if they say it's okay." Wait, 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 wait. No, no. Nah. Before you even try to be nice about it and be our respect, nah. Because I paid attention to that thought process. I'm getting tacos. Let me hit them up. Where's the tacos? My Ooh. El Barrio. Oh, I didn't bring any. Nigga. Oh, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't think about that. I know. I know. That's what I was highlighting. I ain't think about what y'all doing. Y'all niggas ain't hungry. I'm just going to go ahead and just, you know, you could have just showed TJ a picture of the taco. He could have smelt it from a distance. But. I should have took a picture because it was yeah, very good. Tacos and spirit, nigga. Right. We, we, didn't, we didn't get no spirit tacos, no nothing. No spirit bomb status. It's Dang, okay. Dang, I'm sorry. It's okay. Nah, you ain't. not nice. It's, it's spirit not. bomb tacos, man. That's the thing. We could do that. Create a uh, anime restaurant. I saw that when I was in Alaska mm-hmm. a few years back. I visited Alaska. They had a um, like a ramen place that was kind of. I want to say was it um, I think it was like a Naruto ramen place. That seems so like 
Like maybe, you know, it's like too easy, but in my mind I'm like, that just seems like such a go to, especially for like Americans are gimmicky as fuck. Like most definitely. Mean? But it's in Alaska. That was the right that was the, the, the randomness about it. It's like in in Alaska, really? In Anchorage? Now granted I don't mean to say that like Anchorage ain't got ramen, but I wouldn't expect an, an uh anime not, themed ramen place. Yeah. That's the last thing. Like Hawaiian food, yes, because there are a decent amount of uh natives and Polynesians that are there in Alaska, but I wasn't thinking ramen at all. Dope though. Alaska's a, a, a beautiful place. But going back to our topic, madam, since you asked what we are talking about today, there's so many different things. The title of today's episode is What's the Price of Change? And I ask that because as things change, there's a cost to it, right? Whether it's you're talking about actual change in the world, change in yourself, change in dynamics, change in relationships, or physical, monetary, material change. Everything has a certain cost. What comes with that cost? So for you, and on a personal level, what has your change cost you? Um, it might be like a temporary loss, but like peace. Was you going to stop there or was you going to elaborate? You want me to ask you? I'll, I'll, I'll elaborate. Cost and peace, um, not when you're at the destination of the change, but when you're in like the transition. Okay. It costs peace. Okay. Hmm. What Actually, what change are we talking like? Let's get more specific. I, I, I gave you the platform to talk about your change, and you're going to say, well, let's get specific. You tell me. You tell this is This is your time to tell the people out there about your change and what it has cost you. So you said peace. Mm-hmm. Are we talking about physical proximity peace? Have you lost some space? Have you lost peace within yourself? Have you lost the ability to participate in things that bring you peace? Like, what do you mean in, in, as far as peace is concerned specifically? Peace that comes from like the comfort of the comfort zone. You get what I mean? Okay, I so I guess I guess I should say it costs comfort. Okay, so like whatever the dynamic is that you're referring to, it is not as comfortable as it once was. Yeah. Okay, so it's disturbed. Yeah. There's a disturbance going on. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Go ahead. The synergy, you- the synergy, like a motherfucker. Because <laughs> the topic is good. Because that's what promoted me to like. You know, like, like you're saying, the cost of change or the cost of, you know, I would say things to me, certain changes that move positive. positive. So, backstory, um, everybody, you know, we try, we're trying, don't hold us to this because I'm, I'm not going to do it no more. Um, we're trying to, like, you know, be active on the clubhouse shit because, you know, it's, you know, we're all talkers and this is a talk space. It makes fucking sense. So I tried for like the past couple of days. I just been going to little rooms and listening and all these fucking the relationship shit is just a thing everywhere. And I'm not trying to escape it, but also I just I got to start looking at fucking ponies and puppies and shit because I hate you niggas. So anyways, in a room and it was one of these rooms and it was the title itself. I should have left. But the title was like, can independent women make good wives and I was like, all right, all right. Because, yes, this should be a lot of uplifting and a lot of, like, you know, maybe some some little misunderstandings, but this should probably get to, nigga, I was in this shit for 45 minutes. 
like waiting for anybody. Like it was, it was jump starts to points, mad contradictions. And the people that I was, you know, you go in here and think it's going to be like, hey man, woman hater club. And you'd be like, these women, nah, man, it was niggas. Like I hate niggas. Like it was all niggas. Like niggas, every, every nigga that opened their fucking mouth was a complete piece of shit. Like all you niggas are dumb. It was like, one, it was the conversations of a pastor, and he literally spoke in pastor talk. An independent woman is not good for marriage, but what is good is a virtuous woman. And I was like, thank you, Captain Dictionary. Like, that didn't make any fucking sense. Niggas was saying it was arguments. It was arguments along the lines of, like, um, it was just, it was niggas picking and choosing when some of these archaic fucking gender roles mattered. And it was like, you can have the conversation that, okay, you know, independent women, instead of niggas going, our fear of independent women is that they would make more money and now our positions are not, you know, recognized in a relationship. If I don't have money, then I don't have any status. And it's like, cool, you could have a whole conversation to adjust that. Niggas was like, Women, because they have money, aren't better than men. But also, my woman can't make no more money than me. And I need her to nurture me, but also as a provider. And I was just like, if this is if this is the niggas that women is talking to, then I don't give y'all a pass because y'all is dickheads too. But I understand because what the fuck are you niggas talking about? Niggas was dead ass like, my woman making more money than me is now a problem because she definitely will not respect me as a man, then you should find another woman, my nigga, like, because you should find somebody who understands that providing means, like, nigga, I provide a whole different perspective. You thought of things, your whole life going right. I show up and say, maybe go left. Fuck, man, we on some whole different path shit. I am providing, but these niggas said money. Like, niggas made arguments about being worth more than money only to flip it, and it's like selective gender roles. I want her to bake my cake and shit, but also respect me as a man, but also don't challenge me because my woman's role is not to be my partner, but to be my fucking handmaiden. And I sincerely, like when the rapture comes, I will push you niggas in the fire. Were there like, no would, women in this room? Yeah. Women in slight arguments, but their shit was still, it was a bunch of, to sound unnecessarily mental health guy. It was just this one big circle. No, there we go. I'm going to fuck it up. There we go. I'm a regular dude. People. It was one big fucking orgy of trauma. Like, <laughs> niggas have treated me bad, so I will never let a nigga, like, have a one-up under me. I'm a woman. And as a woman in the position of power, I demand respect, nigga. And then it was niggas like, that's the type of shit that lets me know that you're not a good woman. Because if you won't demand, you're not going to respect me as a man. I'm like, none of y'all are really saying the words you need to say. Like, niggas love throwing around. So my woman need to submit. And honestly, I'm going to let y'all know here from me, TJ, you know, mm, that shit's a stupid fucking word. I don't want my wife to say it to me. I don't want, it doesn't make any sense. Because I would get a dog. I would get a, if I want something to literally go do what I say, then yeah, I would go get a mail order bride. She would like, you know, lick my balls, woman. And that's her only fucking job. Like, ma'am, I'm not always right. Your job is to respect me. If you go, hey, you know what, baby, you're really good at fucking, uh, strategizing and you know technology but you know what you really don't know nigga you don't know um i don't know mapping or whatever the fuck we need to do in our life or investing i'm shitty at investing and she goes i should probably take the lead on this because i'm really great at investing my black ass can go you know what nigga invest the fuck out here's the money invested great i hate you niggas so much 
<laughs> so you you literally got to sit in for a conversation where Negroes were afraid yeah. of change, not just actual physical change as far as a paycheck is concerned, but afraid of change when it comes to roles or the the lack thereof or whatever the case is, the the change from traditional to more modern or just change in general. I just want shit to change and be the way that I want it to be. And you don't fit that. So you do not meet the criteria of what the fuck we talked about. Oh, sorry. This is my, okay. This is my last part talking about. Go get them. Get them. The motherfuckers talked about somebody, a nigga hurt, like, and this was, this is where I could talk about motherfuckers, like, you know the problem and you're actively doing a lot of mental gymnastics to get in front of it. A dude had started up, he was getting, like me, he was being way too worried. I'll give him that team. But he was setting up the fucking process of our relationships, you have to go back. You need to set up, like, same thing when you talk about, I don't know, uh, black issues or racism in this country. You need to go back to understand the foundations of these stupid ass ideals. Mans is doing that, bro. You could hear this nigga go, "Hey, hey, hey!" Like he immediately jumped in the group to say, "Hey, don't that only talk about issues of right now." So you don't have to undo the fact that nigga, you're trying to be a pop pop so you can have a reason to say, "As a man, a king, my my dominion is of this household in my kingdom." I can never say king again. I can't say that ever again in house because he was like, "A king has his dominion, and you don't have your fucking." Uh, once confirming my point, he said, you don't have your subjects pay for the kingdom. And I was like, well, your wife is not your subject. She's your wife, which would, that doesn't make any sense. Like, and he was, he had, like, these niggas are going in. You want a pet. It's the same shit we talk about with niggas. Like, I got the bag. You don't want a partner. You want a pet. You want somebody who cannot challenge you or make you better. And on the flip side, you women, some, not you women, like, but you would actually wait, money, not, money don't, don't, money don't, don't want to clean it. You up. fucking weird women out there, y'all want niggas who are benefactors, and it's like, I don't want to do anything. And then when you say, all right, bitch, we're like, shut up talking to me, you got to shut up talking to him because you're not really, y'all not the same. You, you have sex with him. That's, that's all you off. really do. That's it. That's what I'm supposed to do. That's, do. that's my role. That's my that's my role for this situation. I'm just supposed to do that, and I'm supposed I'm always to always have forty dollars. That doesn't make any sense. I always have forty dollars. I've never not had forty dollars. Never not had forty dollars. That's a collaborative shirt we should make. Like I've never not had forty dollars. Yeah, we can take the lollipop off the, the lips, and we can put a uh, like two twenties right there mm-hmm. instead of the lollipop, and that could work. I never not had. Forty dollars, but it, since since you jumped into this clusterfuck of trauma on Clubhouse, and I noticed like as we've talked about it over this year of Clubhouse kind of having its Dodgecoin moment of being super high and then falling off drastically, and now it's trying to have a resurgence. Um, what would you change when it comes to Clubhouse, the app, or the conversations that happen? Because there's a lot of content, kind of like the podcast space. There's a ton of content out there, but it's not all quality. There's not always great conversations that are being had. It's just trauma-based conversation. What would you change? I mean, you have to, I mean, I, I, I'll give it that you pick the rooms you jump in and not a relationship that but it has to be, some of these conversations have to be just solution based. You can say all the shit you want, but nobody is in there for a purpose of we're talking about relationships that at the end of this conversation, we want relationships to be better. We're talking about the only spaces I really hear that is maybe like money. 
We're talking about money. Everybody leaves out of this motherfucker with more knowledge of how to you know, do stocks, how to do bonds, how to invest. But with these relationship topics or topics that have to do with anything social, it's just mudslinging across the board. And it's like, well, if that's what you came to do, then I guess cool. Because to me personally, it would be like there are people that should be in this thing solely to moderate. Right. Literally like you talk, you talk, you talk, you talk. And the idea there needs to be just structure to the conversations if that's what the conversations are for. If y'all going in and the whole vibe is I just want to see some messy shit, then they're doing just fine. Mm-hmm. But, but it's, it, not it, learning, it's, so, it's not a learning environment. Yeah, it's just like, okay, if this is the I'm hurt room, then at least say that. If this is the room for, all right, I want to leave some better knowledge or understanding of relationships or whatever, or whatever the fuck is going on, then yeah. Because something, I, I even heard something. I don't know, man. Once the passion nigga got up there, I ain't gonna lie, I was son. He started really, I'm a pastor. So I talked dramatically. I was like, go the fuck. Knock it off. Like you niggas pass the peas. Pass the peas and knock it off, sir. Please just yeah, it's, an, yeah, it's, it's a lot of shit. Like people are in there talking pro black shit, but you're arguing from a super duper southern Christian perspective, and it's like, all right, man, we you oh, have to be able to have yeah, you gotta be able to have a wider perspective. You shouldn't be I, I think that would be a thing. You shouldn't be able to minimize perspectives or not take into account if somebody got like the facts on some shit, like niggas was up there saying relationship values, blah, 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 blah. And if your relationship stems from your pop pop who stems from slavery, who stems from, you know, all this and shit, then you should maybe have to adjust your shit. If you're talking about niggas from a space of blah, 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 then maybe learn something first. Like if this is where you at, cool. But if y'all not, I don't know if it's not a progressive conversation, I don't understand. Like, that's just in general, like not even just for the for the the whatever the fuck that shit clubhouse shit, but just in general, if your conversation isn't solution oriented, if it's not functional conversation that's for the betterment of everybody, why the fuck are you having it in the first place? But for those of you that are listening, whether you in a chat, whether you in an app or whatever, put it in the comment section what you would change about clubhouse, and also let us know if we should start our own clubhouse and show you motherfuckers how it's supposed to be done when it comes to having functional conversations <laughs> because. It gets tempting. I can see, like, I have seen the steam coming off of TJ's head just on how dumb the conversation is. And we talked every week, somehow, some way, letting people know the importance of functional communication, how beneficial it is. And something about Clubhouse, y'all just, y'all been missing the mark the whole time. Start well, that'd be, that'd be the thing. Because it's like, it ain't saying, like, nobody is fucking a welcome to my TED Talk. But it's like, I'm like, if I jump in this conversation, it's like, the perspective that I'm trying to put out is not going to be hit. I have to spend another fucking 20 minutes explaining where the fuck this makes sense from. Otherwise, if I go, like, if I came in there, hey, man, submission is wrong. Your wife shouldn't submit to you. She should be, nigga, shut the fuck. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Right. Is that a bad, what? Let's what the ex- fuck you mean? Even if that's your reaction, let's explore why you think that is as opposed to just vomiting this shit through the phone. Like, let's have an actual conversation. I think that's kind of what the importance of the moderators said. But even the moderators are just as messy as the people sometimes. Hey, hey, okay, look, 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 look. Nigga, we're in Clubhouse. Nobody can see shit. Just talk. 
I'm gonna be vulnerable and I'm gonna tell you like this. Tell it what it is. I'm gonna I'm I'm tell you like this. Tell it like it is. It's also what you're saying was also a reason why I'm like I gotta be very picky because I'm I think I'm a very nice, happy-go-lucky nigga. But there's still a who the fuck is you talking to right. on this goddamn phone? Like what y'all like? They was doing a lot of like first of all, and I was like a nigga in fucking New Hampshire is not finna fucking. Uh, like I ah, get a plane ticket. Like what the fuck? That's what they got on. Like the niggas just being everybody be getting real. But that's stupid. I was like, nobody would have this conversation. With anybody. But 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 that's how people. That's how people are acting in their in person conversations. These are how people are talking when it comes to their relationships, and then they wonder why shit doesn't work out because people don't know how to communicate. Somebody says something and you react. To it. Front window. Like I just you niggas got to talk nicely. Like I don't have it in me. <laughs> If you come talk on the show, that might be the safest that you'll be if you say some off the wall shit and not get thrown yeah. through a table. But outside of these walls here, unless you catch me in a therapy session, it's going, hey, hey, hey. Because that's that'd be my thing. It's not even about opposing opinions. It's like people go straight to like disrespect. Yeah. And I'm like, what's wrong with y'all? Like you could you could sit up here and go like Republicans are great, America, MAGA all day, but the it goes crazy when you go Goofy black motherfucker. Okay, well now we just like at first I just thought you was dumb. Now I gotta like you know I gotta maul you, my nigga. Like now I'm looking at your profile to see what your IG is because I know you put it up there, and now I gotta find just hey nigga, hey your location is tagged in these pictures. I can find you. What again? What if I just got nothing but time for the next fucking month? Like what's wrong with y'all? I just show up like I. Everybody's working remotely, damn near. Hell, we doing the podcast remotely to a degree. If I just decided to like, hey. He talking shit because it says L.A. in his bio. You don't know that I'm in Houston. Hey, you in Houston, too. Go figure. What's, what's that shit you was talking? What's that shit you yeah. said? This this weird aversion to change is not cool. And, like, people don't, like, pay attention to the fact, which is go to therapy. Is like <laughs> what you're holding on to is some of them are just trauma responses. A lot of them are bad. Not This is no diss to your to your Mother, your father, your pa- like these are bad lessons you were taught. This is how life goes. No, nah, man, this is how you had to survive right. in 84. This is how you had to survive in 61. That's not a good way to live. That's the way you had to because you lacked resources. All these resources, all this understanding now, they got books on this shit, son. Like, it's, there's no reason for you to be out here maneuvering the same way. And never, ever once did you go, hmm. Like, motherfuckers take the pieces for them. And it's like, no, nah, stretch that thought. Because it was women in there like, you know, I need to go to work because my granny or whatever, uh, you know, some of the shit we say, which was, was great to me. I was like, these women just dope. Like, I have to go to work because my granny, like, lived her whole life licking and lapping after my grandfather who mm-hmm. treated her poorly. Like, he, she didn't have anywhere to go. And then the next step, they would stop. And I was like, no, nah, ma'am, the next step is as a contributor, you do your part. Like, I, like and it's not saying, and motherfuckers get caught up in this 50-50 shit. Because I've seen this G Herb again, never nobody pays attention. The back of that conversation where he was like, "I don't pay for nothing." She don't pay for nothing. And at the end of that, they cut that scene. I went and watched that fucking episode. They cut that scene right when he goes because if she pay for it, then she got to say. Everybody skipped that part. Like he says, if she pays for it, then they got to say, and then they get to be going half on the head and shit. So, ma'am, understand that to pay for it all, niggas expect you to suck dick promptly. Niggas expect you, bitch, what you mean you depressed? 
the press the press this goose like right up under here, like my leg up. You know what I'm saying? My leg behind like niggas got their hands behind the behind the back of their knees. Like, yeah, what the fuck you mean, said so that y'all relationships are not built on anything. I think that if you both are contributing your part, now we have to really get to the shit that people are scared of. Like, money's not an issue. We have everything handled. Now we have to fuck with each other for who you are. Right. Oh, goddamn. Now, like, I have to see if you're, like, a fucking decent human being, if you have actual, like, you know, values and weirdo shit. And I don't know, man. You got so much time to do that, but but the importance of that is often overlooked. But what if you do have that? What if you have a decent understanding of that individual, or at least you think you have a decent understanding of that individual, and you your conversations and your relationship have been solution oriented and i bring that up because of the miguel situation we've been together for 17 years we did the solution based thing by getting married three years ago and that now we're getting divorced after three years of marriage but we've been together for 17 isn't that crazy been peaceful all this time we've been peaceful for 14 years no problems we get married and then three is we did the solution I, thing. The solution was to get married, right? See, I'm like I'm being mad presumptuous on that, but I feel like you know what was that? That what was that? Oh, Patrice Bar, motherfuckers become I don't know, fall in love and forget to be likable or whatever. Like people seem to, and I'm I don't know their situation at all. So this is just complete right. fantasy. But you do 17 years with your friend. But, like, everybody in this room is friends. Everybody has friends, people who are whatever, people that you don't put. There's a weird thing we put expectations on our partners that they don't necessarily have or you shouldn't put those on, put those on them. Like, you don't expect your best friend. You love your friend. You would lay your life on the line for some of your best friends. But you don't put the expectations on them of be the person that facilitates A, B, and C for me because you're my partner now. Motherfuckers, I think sometimes put this shit of oh we're married now so now i get to act like this you're supposed to do this and it was like what the fuck bro like we've been doing this for x amount of years perfectly fine so that in my, in my mind i'm feeling like okay you've been lying or you just switched up because of the title like really my favorite line is wedding sh- is the fucking marriage should be icing on the cake this is i will die one day and i might die before you and we have kids so here's access to my shit and make it easy, wife. But this doesn't make our relationship. 17 years, boom. Because I'm like, nigga, 17 years? I fuck with this nigga, dog. Like, you see me, like, you know, shit on the floor when I was drunk. You helped me mop it up. Like, this is, you made fun of me the whole time. You didn't get, like, icky, nigga. Like, you was, like, it's a whole different bag. So, something it's about random. becoming married. It's random that you mentioned that because I think that, like, that was their first date. If I read that correctly. Like, their first date was, like, she got really drunk and threw up. So, so shit, that's, that was you started it off from the most em, most embarrassing thing that could probably years? happen, and you made it through all of that. But right. this, whatever's happened in the last three years, which we got to factor in, yeah, you've been married for three, which means you got married right before COVID. So you spent the last roughly two years of your marriage having face. to be in each other's face more times than not, and now it's like. That's a good that's a good point when you fucking with a nigga who's like a star and I don't know what she does, but I'm assuming she does something as well. Like our our interactions are like, Oh, I fucking love you because I'm finna be on tour for the next eight months. Right. And I fucking love you and then I'm finna be gone for the now it's like 
damn, nigga, you still here? I didn't even know you fucking snored like that. <laughs> Shit. Get the fuck out of my house. Something had to irritate him. Go into the chat real quick. Reese said, hey, love everyone here. Start a clubhouse, y'all. That's right. Thank you. Who? Is that right? You said it like you knew who it was. You tell me. I could. I can't read that. Oh, far. you can't. You can't read that far. I got on sunglasses and I can see that. And this dog is shit in here. Go ahead. Is it an A? <laughs> if it's Ray, hey girl. If it's Reed, hey girl. What if? <laughs> what if it's like Reese, like a dude? Um. Or Ray, what's like up, a dude. <laughs> what's cracking, cuz? It's Mo. <laughs> It's me, nigga. But yeah, I, it's a lot of different factors that can go into this situation. But just the the aspect of changing that dynamic of your relationship, going from being whatever for 14 years and deciding to add in that marriage component in whatever capacity you decide to, to add it in, that change, what did it cost you? It cost you your relationship. Is that always That's worth sad. it? That's really sad. If something has worked for 14 years, do you change it? Is it necessary to change it? I can't say yes or no in every situation because some circumstances are a little bit different. But in this situation, the cost of change is everything. It maxed you out. You bankrupt now. There's no more dividends. There's no more in the bank. There's no nothing. Everything is gone. Now we got to start from scratch with something completely new. Why would you do that? What would be the reason for paying that amount for change? Like for you, Moni, if, if you were in that situation, what would be the motivation to change something that's been working? I'm stumped. <laughs> I need half, nigga. Because everything that I would say, it's, I feel like it would be, it would be a fair rebuttal for it. How like, so? Meaning like, why wouldn't I want to get married? Like what? Why wouldn't I want to say that I'm your wife? Like we made this promise before God. But say for fourteen years, technically, Mm -hmm. we've been together for fourteen years. I'm sure they've lived together for a good portion of that. Even if it's half, that's seven. Technically, in the eyes of the government, we don't have to get married. We are married. Right. So why do we have to announce it? And why do you have to say like I'm not his? No, you've been with me for fourteen years. I'm not going anywhere. Clearly, mm-hmm. the thing that you would request is the thing that got you the loss. Perhaps. Perhaps. We're speculating because we don't know all the details. Right. But why? You already, you they, they know. Everybody, the whole world knows that you are have, the one. I don't have logical reason behind that, and to be honest with you. I, there's no logical reason behind it. I can't think, but I feel like I'm not going out. If I'm going to be with somebody for that long, I'm not going out without that title. Without Why that does the commitment. title change anything that's being done in a relationship? It doesn't, but it's just needed. So your ego is like, I need this title. Not to even feel. just ego, but also the whole ceremony and the beauty of all of that, of that's getting married in front of God and your family and your friends. That's ego. And being in a bomb-ass dress. That's ego. And having that moment of this point, this is the day. That's is it? it is. If I've been with you for 14 years without the marriage, yeah. for Miguel, he's been famous mm-hmm. for roughly 10 of that. Okay. You've worn all kinds of expensive dresses that I've bought for you. People all across the world have seen you with me in them. We've gone to multiple types of Sarah. You've been with me on the red carpet for t- different types of events. Mm-hmm. Everything that you're requesting 
we've done. It's just the only difference is it hasn't been focused specifically towards you. As far as the wedding ceremony is focused towards the wife more times than not, not the actual marriage, not the union of the two people. It's to validate this woman is getting the dress, the ceremony, the attention, the pictures. Everything is geared towards what she would prefer to make her feel special. That's fair to say. The only thing that you're not getting is that specific direct attention towards you. Everything else you've gotten for 14 years. And also, and this is probably ego too, but it feels like the ultimate proof that they're down for you. You know what See, I mean? See, that, that's the part. Oh, my bad. Go no, go ahead. Yeah. By all means, because I was going. That's the part that bothers me. I don't even, I, I'm not even, I'm not even really critical of wanting the party because shit, I like celebrating. I want to celebrate my love. I want my mom and daddy there to fucking chill. I want everybody, like my people get jumping. Like I want niggas to get drunk. I want it to be a fucking embarrassing fucking slew of Cha-cha nonsense. Cha-cha slide, I, all of those things. <laughs> Shit, fuck a child. It's good. but yeah, I'm I'm with that. But see, the thing that bothers me is that some I don't want somebody to. I feel like that's disrespectful to. Like, part of me feels that that like that last statement would feel disrespectful and hurtful to me. Be like, nigga, like when when like when somebody like says, and I'm not saying you don't need to like establish boundaries or titles in a relationship, or whatever. But that to me kind of coincides coincides with the whole like, <clears throat> you know, I don't know. You might not give a fuck about me. Motherfucker, I've been unconscious in this bitch for three days. You could have killed me, motherfucker. So I, I understand, that, like, you know, you might want the title or have the conversation. Great. But don't set that conversation up as something that belittles all this other shit over here. Right. Motherfucker, you got 14, 17 years down. Now, do you deserve to have a celebration of our love? Fuck yeah. You deserve that shit probably six, seven years ago. But this is not the thing that if this is what proves I was down for you, then fuck you. Now we got a problem. You could have should have kept that piece to yourself. That could be the You're catalyst not, for the right, breakup in the first place. Will go to me right you have demonstrated that you have not trusted me this entire time. But how would a man feel, honestly, if he was the one asking for marriage and she was saying, why we got to change it? He's not going to have that thought of like, well, damn, we've been down for this long. Well, it's it's going to be a case-by-case case situation. I can't speak for all men. But yeah. for the two men that are in this conversation, I'm I'm, I'm willing to put my money in the hat of saying, bitch, we've been married the entire time. Like You've been with me for 14 years. I don't need you to say you're married to me. You've been in my house for 10 years. We have been together. We do everything together. The entire world knows we're together. Do I need a ceremony? No. Nigga, this is my wife. Everybody you knows this is my it. woman. But but if you're withholding it, and I guess it would it would depend on if one person in the couple is opposed or not. But if if this is something that you're withholding, it's not fair. I, I don't like it. You go know what ahead, I mean? Go ahead, go ahead, DJ. I can I can rock with the withholding part for if there's a valid reason. I guess I can rock with the withholding. I also stand firm on like if you're using this as a thing that. Validate. completely confirms the relationship but also i think about 14 or how many years in the scheme of me especially in the scheme of me being a miguel one like i ain't worn a condom in fucking 14 years i'm here two if i'm a miguel i to me do things that i'm not even miguel fuck me as a millionaire nigga with somebody 17 years i I've, I've done things over the course of when i got money that you have a you have seven businesses that are yours that I don't touch. I don't have no, I don't get a piece of them. I set them up for you. You have this. You have things that if if I blew up tomorrow in a massive car, you'd be like, 
nothing changed except, you know, I'm dead. Like, I'm not, a, once again, not opposed to the marriage thing, but I, I know that, I know that there should be other standards for, and that's what I would look at as a man. If I'm fucking Beyonce, if I'm, sorry, oh, if I'm fucking Beyonce, if I'm fucking Rihanna, I could beat up ASAP. If I'm fucking Rihanna, um, <laughs> if I'm fucking Rihanna, right? If she's like, well, you know, Fenty's popping. I noticed that you're, uh, you know, you're in the podcast game. You're pretty funny. Let's build your production company and blah, 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 blah. If she never marries me, I'm immediately having conversations like, this motherfucker's done a lot of cool shit for me. And I don't have any real, let's, let's, if I'm eliminating the fact that I trust her to not be fucking on tour and shit, we just exist. I'm going to probably have more conversation with myself about why you want to get, what is your desire to get married? Because this motherfucker has, now I'm not saying don't, you know, whatever. I'll probably be like, hey, you want to get married? Like, I would just push, are you want to get married? Like, we've been here, like, it ain't, like, if you don't, like, I get it, but it ain't like, I have my shit. Like, I just want to be a husband because I like saying it. I mean, you can That's, do the like, and I would, I would drop it like that. I feel like, I feel like somebody would be, I feel like mad women, like, if you're in a, maybe not mad, if you're in a Miguel woman situation, I feel like the marriage goes, it's 15 years, bro. I want to be your wife. And it's, it, I really just want to have the title of wife. You can keep all the other shit. A nigga will be like, well, you won't go. We can today. There's no, there's no reason for me not to really at that point. I, something would tell me that in all that time, they've been referring to each other as husband and wife anyway. So you technically have acquired the title. You haven't government paperwork wise. You don't have that title. But I feel like they refer to, oh, yeah, that's, that's my wife. That's my lady. That's my, I don't think that they had the, oh, yeah, that's, that's the girl I'm talking to of 14 years. I don't think that was the case. No, not at all. So I, I, I wouldn't think so either. I was going to say, I feel like I've seen an interview with Miguel where they were asking him, like, damn, it's been a long time while you're not married. And then he was saying, like, um, he was talking about, like, oh, you know, we're working towards that. We're not ready. Mm-hmm. And she knows that I have a wild heart. Right. Kind of alluding to, like, she know I'm out here fucking, you know. So maybe, uh, so maybe marriage marked a certain point for them of like, okay, this is when we're going to be very serious. Like we already know we love each other. But that, that would also, that would also bring up another issue of change in the fact that if I've been with this person for 14 years, I know how they are. And to a degree, I'm okay with some of it. I really just want the title to validate my or solidify my position, but I don't, I'm not really asking you to change your behaviors specifically. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with that. Why do we have to have a societal acceptance of our relationship? Why couldn't we have a poly relationship if that's the case? Like, I know he likes to do his thing. I'm really not tripping about it, but we're going to do this monogamous based situation to prove that I am the one, even though I'm comfortable with him having an open situation. Yeah. That's contradictory. Now, again, I don't know if that's their actual dynamic, but why do you have to change to conform to something that's not matching what you are? So is that situation that they poly and they fuck together or she just let him get some size? I have no idea. I don't know. Cause if I'm in a scenario where I'll let's run this shit to the ground, let's just do it. poly and we fucking, and it's like, you know, it's me and her and, you know, I used to talk to him, well, bitch, come fuck us. Then that's, you know, that's different. <laughs> if it's her going, she know I got a wild heart. If she know I go out here and get you some side, but I love her, I feel like in that situation, I might still be like, all right, as, well, that depends on if she becomes some weird vindictive. But if you're cool with then getting a little side and as long as it doesn't come home, I'm in the streets. Like, and I'm in the, and when I'm in the streets, it's like, what are we? We ain't shit. I have a wife at home, nigga. Like, she know I'm out here. What the fuck is you? Like, I wouldn't even have a problem with that person being 
my wife then because I don't have any, I don't have to hide my fucking. Like, there's not like, there is no, you know, I have to dance around my wife. My wife know what I do on tour. You're a tour woman, so I don't fucking murder people. Like, right. And in, in the industry, I feel like most wives, and I think they've had interviews with some some wives of dudes in the industry, they know like when he on tour, I know what that nigga be doing. I know he be doing some shit that in the eyes of most, y'all like he shouldn't be getting no head. But he been gone for four months and he ain't seen me not once. I expect him to want some top. I know what he likes. And he, he gonna need a little something, but... We both have this agreement that once you touch down, all that, and I better not see not a nab bit of text message or nothing like you stay where you are. You understand your position. I understand that I'm the queen over here. You just, you for tonight because he's there and he had an itch that needs scratching. You scratch that bitch and then you take your ass to the crib. But you don't ever cross the boundary of knowing that I'm in this spot. So it's like that girl said that people got so mad at and. I was actually thinking, like, I wouldn't want it for myself, but I was thinking that she was being realistic. If you talk about famous niggas or mm-hmm. niggas with money, she was saying, um, oh, I tell my man to cheat respectfully. Like, I'm not giving him permission to go out and cheat, but I'm like, cheat respectfully. Keep Don't that let over me there. hear about it. Exactly what you just described. And I'm like, that sounds like it's the reasonable trade-off that these women are dealing with when you know you are with a very, very nationally sought after man not even that just say somebody that has a high sex drive and they may be more sexual than you are and they have a lifestyle that causes them to be away from you from certain periods of time and you know that that's going to be a struggle for them but what perks do you I mean, high sex drive. i don't know that's that's high something sex, that high sex what, drive is cool. i think i think niggas don't have niggas have great i'm not gonna chase no pussy muscles niggas just might have terrible i'm not gonna catch no pussy muscles it Boom, work those muscles. Yeah, like, but that's this like man, it was four hundred is four hundred pussies that was thrown at me today. I caught one. Fuck, that, I that would be <laughs> that, a famous nigga. I can't lie for shit. Like right. look, man, like it was four hundred ninety five bitches. I counted because I've been on the road for six months. This thing harder than fucking advanced physics. I'm sorry. I threw her out though. I was right. very terrible. It just in the mouth of it. That's why I think I would be like a bad celebrity. I'm not gonna fuck no regular bitch like I fuck my wife. Like I like her. Like mm-hmm. you can do terrible shit. Oh yeah, you getting you getting B B minus. I got a reputation to keep so I can't be terrible, but you're not. You like, don't, you you don't like, get the same like, amount of like, investment. Oh, that's what I that's what be that's what be losing celebrities. Cause you see these women, they'd be like, yo, I love him, but it's like he was kissing her in the mouth. He took her on a trip to fucking Greece. And then he bought the bitch a whole wardrobe. It's like, nigga, what? Like, damn. Like, you don't do that. She gets dick. Yeah, you're crossing the boundary. You, know, like, you treat her better than your wife. Then, of course, yeah, I can understand yeah. your wife is upset because you giving her. I can understand if you're like, this is a fringe benefit. Because you're doing this, I show appreciation by you keeping things under wraps. So I got you this outfit. I think that's the most realistic setup for women in those situations and i mean it depends but that kind of goes back to the clubhouse situation as far as having effective communication that's solution oriented and functional as opposed to just screaming out bullshit at each other so like even as you were explaining why you would need it that immediately made me think about that spider-man clip i know tj knows what clip i'm talking about when it comes to spider-man but basically it's like spider-man is on a roof with mary jane and lets her know like he wants to marry her and she immediately jumps off the cliff off the edge of this oh, building and free falls. Oh. 
And Peter jumps after her, swings and catches her. Like, what are you doing? She's like, I just wanted to know that you'll always be there for me, bitch. I've known you since high school. <laughs> I saved the wor- I saved this entire city on a regular basis. The Fantastic Four and the Avengers hit me up to save the world. And you think after all these years, you've been by my side. I'm not going to be here for you. And you think jumping off a building so Spider-Man can save you in two seconds is like that's going to prove all the shit that we didn't been through. I didn't been with you and loved you when you was dating other niggas. You was dating my homeboy. I still here talking to you after that. Like you don't understand how much I hate the scene. (laughs) All the things you said perfectly true. Ma'am, I've saved you personally, motherfucker. Thousands of times. times this year alone. Right. Like, and I just told you I was Spider-Man on a roof. Like, we could get blown up right the fuck now. Bitch, I'd let her hit the floor. She'd at least broke a leg. Fucking yeah. That's crazy. Just being up, but that's that's what that made me think of. Like you're willing to do something that makes absolutely no sense to 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 have something be proven to you that I've proved a thousand times over. That shows your disrespect of me and my investment. That would make me not want to be here anymore. So, what is the cost of this change that you want? Is the change that you're looking for is that an actual price that's necessary to pay, or are you trying to overpay to validate yourself and how much you have? I feel I can like all use of this was an assumption. I feel like all this is an assumption that a marriage would make it go bad. Maybe it'll make it better. It might. It doesn't. Every situation is different. Who knows? But just like the 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 main concept of, like I said, the change is this change that we are working towards necessary. Is it going to benefit us or is it going to be a hindrance? Go ahead. I don't think the assumption is that marriage would make it go bad. I think, at least for me, because I've you know talked about this me and decent talked about this shit for years Loki. it's for me the assumption that you don't really love me you don't right. love me the same you like i've the done like the spider-man shit i've done all these things and now i only love you when you jump off a building like i only love you in your box you have completely disregarded everything else it's like well not nah, i don't want to marry you now because like you're telling me that the shit that i've done I gave you what I had when I didn't have it. I figured out how to have it and gave it to you. You didn't even know I didn't have it because that's not your fucking job. I just want you to be good. But that is because we not married yet. You're a weird nigga. Like I now I'm like, well, now I'm rethinking all this shit. I don't know. I'm not against the marriage thing. I just know how niggas could think how that could be a thought because it's like, well, damn, anybody saying we're not married. Maybe I just, shit, you want to, I know you want to fucking, you say, you know, and this is a whole nother, I know you say, I just want to, you know, $10,000 ceremony. You don't. You don't. You want the fucking $80,000 shit. You want that. Like, stupid me, I want to get that to you because you don't want the 10. Not even that, but you don't, you don't even really want it. You think that you're supposed to have it. You're ignoring everything that you do have because you're trying to follow somebody else's interpretation of what's ha- what happiness is or what achieving the goal is. Society has told you you are not a woman that's worth anything in a relationship until you get a symbol ring and a ceremony, which is not true. You're ignoring going back to McGill. You're ignoring 14 years of investment for one day of validation. 
an expensive one that you have to pay to get in return because we got to pay for this wedding. This ain't old school status where your daddy going to pay for the shit. If I've been with you for 14 years, I think I'm going to be like, well, you've been paying for all this time. Nigga, what you need me for? So that means we're paying money that we could invest in something else. You know what? To Do give you a validation day. Hmm. Wait will. a minute. Wait, we have to promote that more because I... The woman's father is supposed to pay. We that's don't a, that's the tradition. That I like a traditional. Your daddy's supposed okay, to pay for this shit. Get, all my niggas get married because her daddy got to foot the bill. Fuck that. Yep. Just in we case anybody was wondering, wondering, just to let yep. you know, that's the tradition. Your father is supposed to pay for this ceremony, ma'am. So when you talk about you want tradition, what your daddy making for this year? Because that nigga, I'm going to send him the invoice. This we gonna pick this shit out. You can pick whatever you want, baby. It's for you, and your daddy gonna pay for it because that's how this shit's supposed to be. Cool now, nigga. Marriage is fucking lit. (laughs) (laughs) But that's selective reasoning. We omit those kind of things because, like I said, it's not for our union. Mm -hmm. Before the daddy would pay for it because that's the symbol of this contract being fulfilled. My family and your family, me and your son, have come to an agreement for a specific reason. So I'm paying for this to solidify this contractual agreement. Wild. It don't really have nothing to do with her. Now we've shifted in society to where the wedding is focused on her to validate her. Either way, it has nothing to do with symbolizing this actual union out of love. So you want us to pay ten to eighty thousand dollars for this one day validation for your ego when I've paid fourteen years worth of invoices to show you that I care. That means you don't value me. You value this thing more than you do me. But on the flip side, it you could say you don't value me because you've given me all of this, and now you want to say stop. Now there's a boundary. Should there not be boundaries? You've given me everything else. But this, but Are now you, you should give stop? me this. Because what's stopping you from giving me that if you've given me this? You've given me nine out of ten other things. You should just go ahead and give me that ten. That's exactly. still you looking for everything, but you're not paying. What did you give in return? Like I'm, I'm not. That's what. I'm, like I'm not with. I'm not opposed to working out the transaction, but the idea that you don't give me this trumps all of that. I think is the issue. It's not even like don't want to get married. Any of that. It's just like that. Like. You don't like you like how you even phrase it is like um, you, you want to just stop. What is stopping? I want to still very much so be with you. We on year 17, nigga. I want year 27. I want year 37. Right. And I'm, I'm not saying that I don't want this walk down the aisle. Me personally, this is just me. I don't like I get caught up in the idea that everything I've done is somehow built up to this point as if that is not nigga. That's it. Because when this day is over, we're going to go do that more. So this is the thing that matters. I don't give a fuck. I mean, I like it. It's cool. Right. But it does not have the, this is what makes it. No, nigga. What made it is. What we been fucking, doing. Uh, yeah. When I was trying to do like this with my funds and you were just like, fuck it, nigga. We finna sit here and watch movies. And then we watched fucking Captain America and had a goddamn deep philosophical talk about, uh, I don't know, political shit because of Cap. Like that was like, oh shit, this is it. This is. Yeah, this is the motherfucker I want to be with for the rest of my life. Great. I'm with that. All this other shit is cool, but it ain't that. You're valuing You're valuing the one over the nine. Yeah. Which doesn't make sense. 
not over the nine. The nine is still no. very much appreciated. It's but, but it's not enough because this one is worth more than that. And if you gave me that in conjunction to the other nine, then I would. You're not valuing yeah, the nine. Yeah, y'all are making very fair arguments, but I think it's because maybe it's just too much ego. Maybe it's just too much society. Beyonce made that song talking about Jay Z. She was really talking about herself. I respect that. I'm okay with that. Damn, it's we got the end. Yep. I want this. You gotta, you gotta come back and bring some more because you said that, and that's dope. Is that that it is the ego? Why don't we have more conversations about women's egos? Because my thing is this: is I think I'm not saying men don't have egos, but I think a nigga been told since he was at least ten that the male ego does A, B, and C. So since ten, I've at least had the thought to work on it. Women are finding out at 34 that I have an ego. Well, fuck, nigga. Like, we can't even get to the work. I've been working on mine some way or form, even acknowledging it since I was 10. You acknowledge that shit at 33. What the fuck I'm supposed to do now? Because you've been doing shit and been treating me and been adjusting this relationship from pride and ego, thinking it was your God-given right, sis. You've been abusing me. Y'all are abusers. See, just fucking. That's the and that's the abuser call. I think all niggas should run for the hills. Yep. If she if she sitting at the table, that's right. Get them extra wings. Period. Leave. Leave. She's hey, an e- like run your life, my nigga. She's an emotional terrorist. Run. With that being said, thank y'all for tuning in today to Just a Dope Ass Podcast. Hopefully, this is a wonderful way to get your week started off. Yeah, you guys can make sure you go listen to Moni and her perspectives with her partner. Let them know when. Never Not Extra, Tuesdays at 8.30 p.m. PST. Right here on the Good News Radio app, if you're listening through the app, or on the Good News Radio channel on YouTube, and you'll be able to also watch them live on Never Not Extra's channel on YouTube as well. Make sure you guys tune in to us again this upcoming Saturday. Hopefully you're having a lovely day. Go enjoy yourself. Listen to this old school outcast. We started off with a little Damani, Hennessy, and Crystals. We're going to end with this speaker box love below. Outcast. Never listen to Dungeon Family 2 to your favorite playing out rap CeeLo on the fucking intro. And I'm not going back to that. Fucking weird ass nigga. DJ is perturbed. He's been perturbed by y'all all day. What have y'all done to him? We gonna, I'm going to bottle all that up. Save it for Saturday. We're going to unleash some more on you. Right now, you got to. He's saying to vibrate higher. You got to let it go. Let it go for right now. What is it? I was telling you to vibrate before come out. Like I got it. Ahead of their time. No, to to end on this note, if you go back and listen to some old school Parliament Funkadelic, they were saying the same things back in those songs back in the seventies. And we, I don't know who who made mention. Not just part. We just did set the the. We all just celebrated the twenty first September. Have you looked at the niggas' album covers? They was on some shit. Right. They knew the shit. They knew the stuff. They knew the stuff. Most they definitely. Earth, Avatar, Avatar. Thank you to everybody that participated in chat. Ray, we love you. We appreciate the thought. Just a dope ass convo should be our clubhouse name. Thank you for the participation. Oh, I, I guess I'll let y'all abuse me. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll see how that goes. We might hop on for a little bit on the same day as we record, but we shall see you guys back here. On YouTube or the Good News Radio app Live Saturday Y'all enjoy It's Libra season Y'all can kiss between the cracks of my ass Because we create balance And this is what we provide here It's our season Y'all can suck a gooch Enjoy the rest of your week Love you Bye